Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. This is show 102. If Already. You can believe that. Hey, don't forget to w- visit our uh, website, gunsportsradio.com, facebook.com backslash gunsportsradio. And we want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all their support. 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. They're open 10 to 10, seven days a week. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to gunrangesandiego.com, gun range San Di- the gun range San Diego.com. That's the gun range San Diego.com. All right. Hey, we've got a very, very special guest in the house. We've got Gina Roberts. We'll be chatting with her. She's a competitive shooter. An instructor, Second Amendment activist, and a 10th anniversary of D.C. versus Heller. But right now we've got Michael Schwartz. He's out there in lovely Del Mar. How you doing, bud? I, I think he was doing good till he got cut off. What happened? Did are they get they knock you down and wrestle you in the dirt? He's he's probably going to come back in the meantime until he does. Um, you know, really interesting show because. There is a hell of a lot going on between the the fight to keep the gun show open at Del Mar. Uh-huh. Gene is here to talk about a landmark case. So, uh, is that the one I mentioned, which I had no idea what I was talking yeah. about? Yeah. So, I Gina, like thanks for coming down from the hills to see us. Well, we appreciate we got, it. I think, we got Michael, I think we got Michael back on the line. Michael, are you there? I'm here. How's it going, guys? <laughs> well, we were worried that they had you handcuffed and they were dragging you off the back lot. We, we, heard, we heard them dragging you. That's awesome. No, no, no. It went really, really well. This was a good show. It was uh, fairly busy, and uh, we signed up, I think, 18 new members over the weekend. Yahoo. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. Everybody was talking about our uh, our gun show challenge, our $10,000 gun show challenge. We got a lot of questions about that. People saw our press conference on Friday, and uh, it went really, really well. Yeah, KUSI must have ran that interview I don't know how many days in a row they ran it, but they ran the heck out of it. Well, I think it was, I think it really resonated with people, you know, basically. So for those who, who didn't hear about uh, our, our $10,000 gun show challenge, uh, we basically came out and said, look, Brady organization and moms demand action and all these anti second amendment groups. Uh, every time there's a gun show in town, you talk about gun show loopholes and being able to buy a machine gun or an assault weapon without a background check just because it's a gun show. And none of that's true. And we always have to go in behind them and say, wait, 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 wait. You know, media and public, let me educate you. That's not what's going on. And we decided with this $10,000 challenge, we decided, hey, we're going to get out in front of it and say, hey, look, if you can prove that you can do any of those things that you say you can do at a gun show, we'll donate 10000 bucks to the charity of your choice. And uh, nobody... Nobody so far has claimed that they have uh, been able to prove that they can do that at the gun show. Right. And, and Mike, real quick, uh, one of the barriers, I think, that the uh, 22nd uh, Agricultural Board, the governing board of the gun show, threw at the gun show this weekend, didn't they make them pay for metal detectors or something like that? More security. Yeah, yeah, first time in 30 years. uh, There's never been a problem. Five times a year there's a gun show here. For 30 years, there's never been a problem. It's a, 
know, safe, law-abiding place. And for whatever reason, they decided that this was the first time ever they were going to require that every attendee go through a metal detector. Um, and, I, you know, it's purely, it's just harassment. It's an extra cost to the gun show. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's extremely inconvenient for the attendees. Uh, it's just a financial punishment. And it's really, it's really horrible that they're getting so harassed. Well, you know, the gun show. Well, well you know, Michael, contract. Michael, it's one of these. Sorry. Okay. If you're going to stay here, then we're going to make it, make you jump through hoops. That's all it is. It really is. And they, they have a contract for two more shows, October and December. Um, but in September, it's actually on September 11th, uh, there's a meeting where they're going to talk publicly about whether or not they're going to uh, uh, renew the contract for 2019. And I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to be there and we're going to continue to stand up for a, for a gun show because it's the right thing to do. And from, from the feedback I'm getting from that press conference, uh, you know, it, people are coming up to the booth at, at the gun show and saying, hey, it's about time. You know, it's about time. You know, we publicly called them out on their on their lies and the stuff they make up. So I, I think it really resonated with, with gun owners, and uh, it, I think we did a really good job. That's excellent. What they need to do is move it to some other place that's more, ex- you know, accepting of what we're doing. I mean, why, why go to a party that they don't want you there? I, yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think that the, the, the problem is uh, the venue, they need, you know, 70,000 square feet of usable space, and they need like 1,200 parking places. Um, that's, it's kind of hard to come by. Uh, in a way, Del Mar is, is kind of central. Um, so there, we're, we're looking at other venues, but it's just too bad mm-hmm. that, you know, we can't, we can't have this thing on, on public land like, like it's been for 30 years. Yeah. I know. I've been going. That's where I met Leo Hamill. Hey, real quick, if people want to volunteer and help out, what can they do, Mike? So go, go to our website. Uh, become a member. Sign up for our newsletter. Um, we also have a place for volunteers to sign up and help us out at all the different events and, and shows and things that we do. It's San Diego County com. San Diego County com. Yeah. All right. So is the show winding down as we speak? Winding down, closed at four o'clock. People are starting to pack up. Uh, it was a steady crowd, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And you know, again, a lot of people uh, like what we're doing and and uh, came out to enjoy their uh, their weekend with us. And you hey. si- you signed up eighteen members. Yeah, eighteen. And, members. and this Wednesday, don't you have your um, summer party at at uh, Spy Optic? Spy Optic and Carlbet at their uh, uh, headquarters. Yeah, we normally have three uh, meetings a month, and we decided that it's July. There's probably people vacationing. You know, the summer's beautiful. So we're just going to have one big party on Wednesday night, um, our summer picnic, we're calling it. It's uh, free drinks, free soft drinks, free beer, um, $5, all-you-can-eat tacos. We're going to have a free raffle with uh, some cool things. Spy Optics are going to have a big sale on some of their popular uh, models, there's their uh, sunglass models, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Come on out; you don't have to be a member uh, to to attend. Just come on out and have fun with us. Hey, one other thing: you had your news conference last Friday. Did I hear you got a little bit of static uh, trying to put that on? Well, yeah. So basically, I knew that this ten thousand dollar challenge was going to be newsworthy. Um, so I said, "Hey, you know, fairgrounds." Um, 
I know there's probably going to be media that's going to want to come talk to us on Friday. Well, you know, Friday is the day where everybody sets up on the gun show. It's wide open. Everybody comes in. You can set up. But I know there's, you know, they're going to want to come talk to us. I just wanted to let you know. And if you want us to, we can, you know, we, we can stay out of everybody's way. Just tell us where to go. Like maybe the Don Diego statue or whatever. And they flipped out. No way. No media. Can't do it. Um, not on our property. And I, I, I kept pushing back for days. I was trying to work with them. And they made it really clear that the uh, board didn't want us to talk to press on their property. I kept asking them, well, if press comes onto the property, what are you guys going to do? You know, are you going to ban them? I mean, what, what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. And they, they weren't clear with me on that. They just kept saying, hey, it's the 22nd Agricultural Board. They're the ones calling the shots. So I said, all right, fine. I'm, I'm done with this. And we had our, our press conference at Gunfighter Tactical. And the funny thing is, uh, and then after the press conference, we came and set up at the gun show. And a number, we saw elite, like Channel 8 was here talking about the press conference they just attended. And I, he said, you know, this is all I was talking about. I knew the press was going to be here. But, I, I, you know, the 22nd Agricultural Board is proving to be not a fan of the Second Amendment or the First Amendment. Right. Or making money. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, the, the gun show pays a lot of money to put that event on. So... The, the agricultural board must be just rolling in dough. They don't need anybody. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, I was being a little facetious. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Qualcomm, but we won't go there either. All right, buddy. I know you got a lot of work to do, and I know you're making your wife do it all, so I'll let you get back at it. Thank you all. All right, Take folks. Care. Thanks, Mike. All right. Bye, hey, Michael. Hey, folks, Trident Gunsmithing. Need a, need a uh, gunsmith? TritonGunsmithing.com, 858-577-0576. Go to TritonGunsmithing.com. And I got some news about Triton Gunsmithing. They got an award that is outstanding. Talking about that when we get back right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. Gun Sports Radio. Hey, the July 1st deadline has passed and gone. For all you AR-15 owners who have yet to make their weapon system California compliant, guess what? Right now, folks, it's a felony if you get caught. So go to www.crossarmory.com crossarmory.com for all the parts to make your AR-15 and AR-10 compliant. That's crossarmory, www.crossarmory.com for the best and easiest to use compliant parts. Simple to install. That's www.crossarmory.com. All right. Hey, we've got John Dillon on the line. John, how are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you guys? We're staying cool. John Dillon is from Gatsky Dillon and Balance, your one-stop attorneys for guns and any kind of, anything to do with the gun industry. If you've got a question, problem, we've got a, a friend of mine who's trying to get some guns out of state into state. And John's going to take care of that and show this gentleman how he can do it legally and stay out of harm's way. CAFirearmslaw.com, CAFirearmslaw.com. So what do you got for us today, son? Well, today I wanted to talk about uh, a subject that, uh, you know, the country is discussing and part of the country is fighting over. uh, And that is the nomination of Justice Kavanaugh for the U.S. Supreme Court. Yay. It's going to be an uphill battle. Isn't that going to be an uphill battle for these folks? Uh, you know, look, so th- there, 
is obviously a strong partisan, uh, you know, attempt to, you know, block and, you know, put them through hell with these confirmation hearings. Uh, but if anyone's going to be honest with themselves, uh, this guy is more than qualified. Uh, this is a Yale law graduate who taught and I believe still teaches at mm-hmm. Harvard Law. Right. Nominated to the Court of Appeals uh, by the Bush administration in tw- 2003. He has been on the U.S. Court of Appeals District of Columbia. I mean, this is one of the, the you know top-tier districts, you know, second only to maybe the Ninth Circuit. Uh, when it comes to renown and prestige uh, for judges, uh, this guy, he's more than qualified. And, and I have personally spoken to lawyers who, uh, quite frankly, hate the current president, hate anyone he's appointed, but even they will say, this guy's qualified. Uh, he's, you know, he's a good judge. You can't deny it. It's, it's absolutely impossible. Uh so I'm pretty happy with the pick. I mean, uh, obviously it could have gone, you know, to the extremes, but I think, uh, you know, Trump did actually a pretty good job in picking a constitutionalist uh, and an originalist who will apply the, you know, constitutional standards and not his opinion. And John, didn't he write an opinion about uh, uh, an AR or a semi-automatic or something like that? What was it? Yeah. I forget. So this is also a justice who actually has a, a, a history in dealing with Second Amendment decisions and gun bans. Uh, mm-hmm. And he he wrote a dissent in what is commonly referred to as Heller Two. So you had DCV Heller, which established the right to keep and bear arms, and then there's a subsequent. Heller, too, uh, also dealing with more gun control laws uh, that was upheld on the Court of Appeals level, and he wrote the dissent to it. Uh, Basically, um, you know, just to be very clear, I know a lot of people are very excited thinking, and this is the end of all gun control, Uh, but, you know, if you take a step back and you're realistic, uh, this is a judge who will apply the law, apply the Constitution, but in that, he he acknowledges that traditional and common gun laws are constitutionally permissible. So he's not against all gun laws. And frankly, you know, th- there's a good argument for some of them, not anything that we've been talking about lately, that's for sure. Uh, so he, there's still a possibility he could, you know, be in favor of some gun laws. I just want people to understand that. However, the way he has come to his decision uh, would lean towards uh, especially, you know, against any class-based bans, basically, you know, bans on assault weapons or bans on semi-automatic rifles or shotguns or pistols. Uh, And he's openly in, like, his decisions and, you know, the dissent that he's written, he's stated that, you know, there's no difference between the semi-automatic uh, rifles that are banned by assault weapon bans and ones that are not banned by assault weapon bans. So uh, he has a good understanding uh, of the law, obviously, uh, but also a good understanding of the arguments when it comes to firearms. And he's a judge that pays attention. He, he reads opinions as they come out. Uh, and I think he'll give it a fair crack, that's for sure. Well, 
with the Democrats that are, that are you know, going to do the midterms, and Trump has won in their districts by double digits. You know, I've heard a few of them tell, like Schumer, there's no way they're going to not vote for this guy. So it seems to me like, you know, we're going to have a few Democrats come on our side, and he should go through. But, yeah, I think the beginning is what they're going to do. They're going to try to drag it out with make him show every single piece of paper he's written on since grammar school. Yeah, and you know, to be honest, the the you know the Democrats that have you know stated that they're not just going to flat out oppose uh, his confirmation, it's because of what I said. This guy's qualified. They, they, there's absolutely no denying it. Uh, it's not even up for discussion. He's qualified. He's more than qualified. Right. Uh, so if you're fair and you're really you know. Uh, to all those people in Congress that are our representatives, everyone out there in, you know, the political sphere, uh, if you're going to truly represent the interests of this country, you're going to give him a fair shot because he's deserved it. I mean, this guy knows this is a good judge. It really is. Yeah, they're going to give him a fair shot, but mm-hmm. they might take a, a like a low blow shot because I saw something about didn't he have some debts or something like that? So, hey, he's a go, baseball fan. Baseball fan or something like that. But he paid him off the next year. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to read the and whole story. And it turned story. out his fans, is, is the people that he was taking to the games, actually threw some money in the pot to pay for it. He's just an avid... Uh, yeah. But, na- is it a Nationals? And to me, uh, with that kind of stuff, look, I'm a baseball fan too, but personally, I don't care what a judge does on his personal no. you know, days. But that's uh, all they got. All that's I my point. About- yeah, right. and, and that's it's a perfect example. Uh, they can attack him, uh, you know, on his credentials. Uh, and, you know, he has the best credentials you could ask for. I mean, he was also the White House staff secretary. Well, I mean, this guy's yeah. been all over the place. Well, the only so, thing that concerns me is if they find that expired library card from 1962... <laughs> I think he's in trouble. And the books. I think he's in trouble. I yeah. think he's in trouble. If they find that card. I got a question for you, though. John, so what's the Supreme Court going to look like if he does make it as far as <laughs> it's gonna look Second great. Amendment? It's going to look great. You know, it's it's going to be in a better position than it's been in in a very, very long time. I mean, you have Gorsuch again, who, uh, you know, I'm not even going to say this is like a pro-Second Amendment judge. He's, again, he's a constitutionalist. He interprets right. the law based off of the Constitution, when it was written, how it was written, and they make informed decisions. And the way these guys interpret the law, right. it is, you know, it falls in line with our Constitution and with the what Second Amendment. Concept. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be, you know, I have high hopes for it, but, you know, Again, don't be thinking that they're just going to come out with a decision saying all gun laws are unconstitutional. Have fun. Uh, no, but I think there's a strong argument to finally get a Second Amendment case heard in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. You guys got to remember, it's been a long time since they've even accepted a Second Amendment case. Right. Uh, and, you know, Gorsuch and Thomas just wrote some scathing dissents recently. Uh, you know, about denying several Second Amendment challenges that uh, were put in front of them. And so now that, you know, Kennedy's gone and, you know, potentially you have Kavanaugh coming in, uh, 
you're likely going to get, at the very least, accepting of a, a Second Amendment case and also a good reading uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, un- you know, unfortunately, these days, I-, I think the personal opinions and politics, especially regarding guns, have had a little too much influence in judges' decisions when it comes to, you know, a fair reading of the law and what the law states. And, you know, a perfect example is, you know, these assault weapon laws. You know, Heller made it very clear. If a firearm is in common use and not, you know, oddly dangerous like a bazooka, uh, (laughs) you know, it's legal. And semi-automatic firearms, whether they have a pistol grip or not, have been around for decades and decades. Mm -hmm. And the AR-15 is the most common rifle in the country. it's a common use. It, everyone has one. There's many other uses. It, you know, it, when people tell you it's a military gun, it's not. Uh, they, they're wrong, and tell them that. And if they want to try to argue with you, just you know, tell them to shut up or walk away because you're never going to turn someone's yeah. opinion who won't listen to reason. Uh, but it's true. You know, the way this guy interprets those type of bans, it, it's a very pro Second Amendment. Um, so, uh, again, high hopes. I think it was a good, good pick. He, you know, when it comes to me, uh, I, because I have an opinion that, you know, personal opinions have influenced judicial decisions way too much in recent years. I wanted someone who was a true constitutionalist, mm-hmm. who would apply the law whether or not they liked the decision they were writing. Right. If, if you're a good judge, you should have opinions and write opinions for cases that you hate because you may not agree with it in any way on a personal level, but the law dictates it the other way. That's right. So you shouldn't always be happy about your decision. You should not always agree with what you're writing on a personal level because the law may not, you know, agree with your personal opinion. And I want to judge who will write an opinion on the law and not based off what they want. Uh, and I think this is a judge that will do some do that. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think there's a couple more in the wings that will be uh, cruising on in here shortly. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, I think uh, I, for some odd reason, I, I had a feeling Kennedy was going to be calling a retirement. I, I thought it was going to be in another year or two. Yeah. Uh, so it was surprising that he, he did drop off like that. Uh, Who's next? But it put Kennedy. Who's the next one you think oh. is going to step down? Uh, Ginsburg, she's going to be there until she's dead. Uh, That's I right. I guarantee it. Yep. Uh, you know, there's, and I'll, I'll give you this. You may not agree with her opinions, but again, she's an amazingly qualified justice. Yeah. And I remember, she was Scalia's like, best friend. They went to dinner once a week. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good example of you can have completely opposite opinions on the law and still, you know, I agree. tolerate each other. Yeah. But uh, she'll be there till the end. Uh, and frankly, I like that, you know, in the sense of I think if you're a Supreme Court justice, you're in there for the long haul. Yep. But I don't know. We'll see. All right, buddy. All right. Hey, folks, Thanks, that's John. John Dillon from Gatsky Dillon and Balance. Make sure you check him out. And don't forget to listen to Gun Sports Radio. We're on AM 1170, The Answer. Go to the free app. 
or you can go all the way to iHeartRadio. Look us up on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, Jason Stevens should be calling in here shortly from Gun Range San Diego, unless he is so busy he can't see the light of day. Right here on AM 1170, the answer. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. Hey, did you hear that blue that uh, Trident gunsmithing is now a blue label approved Glock dealer? That is huge. And some of the customers that are going to come in and see him, sworn law enforcement officers, including federal, state, county, and city, EMTs, firefighters, volunteer firefighters, paramedics, military personnel, including reservists, National Guard with ID. Corrections officers, including parolees and or parolee and probation officers, state license security compliance, that's like Loomis and you know all the guys that carry all our money around, court judges, LE uh, Academy cadets and enrollment documents, Glock Sport Shooting Foundation, all are authorized or the guys at Trident are authorized to help those folks out. That is huge. TridentGunsmithing.com, TridentGunsmithing.com. Go down and talk to Juan and Dan. Take your gear with you, and they will take care of you just like your family. Unbelievable. All right. Hey, we got Jason on the line. He's with Gun Range San Diego. He actually called in on time, so he must not be that busy. But, folks, if you want to get treated like Nordstrom's, Gun Range San Diego. You're not busy, are you, Jason? Listen to him. <laughs> oh, I am. I am. I am very busy indeed, Dave. In fact, what day is it? What year? Can I still sell guns? I don't know. How's it going? I don't know. We'll have to ask Gina. <laughs> she can tell us if you can sell a gun or not. So what there is going go. yes. down there at Gun Range San Diego? We are busy as usual. Regular Sunday. We are. We are. We are busy. We got the range full. We got people buying a lot of guns. The gun show does help our business too. Oh, that's great. But we're yeah. doing okay. Yeah, because you know a lot of people don't realize that when you go out to the gun or gun show in Del Mar, there are not miles and miles and miles and miles of guns. There might be a few from a few vendors. Yeah, that's right. But the majority, of what you see out there, are accessories, holsters, bags, and what have you. But you're right. It drives people to the to the gun stores. Because you got to go through all the paperwork, you got to go through the ten day, you got to do it all. Yeah, do it anyway. It's mm-hmm. cool, man. So what's mm-hmm. been your hot? What's been your hot seller from the gun show? You know, you know, uh, a lot of people are interested in the uh, a lot of bolt action rifles lately. Uh, people are starting to move away a little bit from the from the from the semi auto center fire rifles, you know, for obvious reasons, all this nonsense regulation and right. such. So bolt actions and. Uh, for some reason, uh, military pistols, uh, uh, the Beretta, the Beretta 92 series, you know, the M9, uh, the Sig P226, uh, HK USPs, anything that's that's you know, kind of popular to use in, in, in militaries all over the world. That's had a that's definitely seen a surge in uh, in sales lately. Interesting. And speaking of that, elevens. That's right. Did you have some sale going on with your M1s or something like that still, or what's happening? I do. The Springfield M1As are a hundred dollars okay. off right now. That is hmm. that is one of the very few rifles that I would take over an AR-15. It's more accurate. It's more reliable. Uh, they're factory tested for accuracy and reliability, so you know you're getting a great uh, you know you're getting a great product. They have lifetime warranties, but they're just they are just fantastic. And once you get an M1A, you tend to not go back. 
Gotcha. Gina, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, M1A is a great gun. I used to shoot it in high power all the time, and uh, mm-hmm. I had them, and I, I actually went away from the M1A to uh, you know a very radical AR-15 Oh, about 30 yeah. years ago. Cool. <laughs> well, you need to go back to the M1. You might, you might oh, be I surprised. Love I lo- well, I actually went to the AR-10 because I kind of like that platform. But mm. M1A is an awesome gun. There is no question about oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, you get that old school toughness with that, uh, you know, you get the modern technology involved. And uh, a lot of guys, a lot of guys, a lot of guys who work here, you know, once they, once they pick up an M1A, you know, anything like an M14, they, they usually, you know, the AR definitely sees the sideline for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has a little bit more punch to it. Too. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, it's got more punch. It's, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of nostalgia, you know, <laughs> and for a lot, a lot of a lot of people here, especially the older guys. Hey, oh, wait a minute, are you referring hey, to me that way? Who are you talking to? Just because that was a weapon of that they assigned me in the United States Army was an M1. Yeah, was it really? That's Wasn't M1 a carbine? A great weapon, uh-uh. old carbine. And then I got an. Then they assigned me to an M16. You can't buy those Uh-oh. anymore, can you? <laughs> oh, not an A one or A two, no, not a, not an actual M sixteen, nothing oh, like that. Man. No, we get the California, we get the California compliant AR fifteens. <laughs> we get the special ones. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So you got you still got your ammo sale going on, right? We do, we absolutely do. It's uh, one ninety nine for a thousand rounds of new brass nine millimeter. And you have a wow. few different brands of your choice. That's good. Yeah, that's real. I got a case at home. I think well, Lance is on his third. I got a case or two. Oh, yeah, Aren't you it goes fast. Team? You know, some people, some people buy you know three, four cases at a time. I come back in a week and say, hey, you know, I went shooting in the desert with my friends, and now I need more. Oh yeah, uh, that's a frequent, a very frequent uh, request. Yeah, if you're going to the BLM or something, you got to take at least a thousand mm-hmm. rounds. If you're, if you're training hard, oh, yeah. a thousand rounds a week isn't unreasonable. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> let me ask a question about that since I got all three of you on, uh, here. Mm. So, let's say I want to go out to the desert and shoot. Mm-hmm. What do I do? I mean, is there a place you can shoot? Is there a place you can't shoot? Do I look for signage? Well, do I have to go talk to well, the ranger? Uh, typically, aren't there, there? Typically, isn't any kind of signage. I mean, there are a few, you know, kind of hidden spots. There's a uh, the place that's probably known as the Pink Gate uh, down the old ninety four, about five minutes past a border checkpoint down in Dolzera. Uh, there's another place I like to shoot called Crucifixion Thorn out east on the 8, just just past Ocotillo. Uh, okay. A lot of people shoot in Ocotillo. There's no real signage or anything. Um, it's one of those things that's kind of if, if you're in the know. Um, you know where to you go. you want to be in the know, you got to talk. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you kind of just have to go with somebody. And it's always expected, of course, that you clean the place up. Uh, a couple of these places have been shut down in, you know, in the recent past. Uh, just because people have been shooting propane tanks and fire extinguishers, washing machines, all the stuff you really shouldn't be shooting, and then leaving it there. So just clean up after yourselves after you shoot. Occasionally, border patrol or rangers will come by, and you know they'll just make sure you're doing everything. You know, you're you're you know respecting the land and all that stuff. You're not doing anything illegal. Other than that, they typically leave you alone. Most yeah. of them are really cool guys. Well, and you got to be as long as you're smart and, and sensible, and you're not being a knucklehead. Yeah, yeah. No, most of these guys are actually very pro-gun. You know, none of these guys are out to get you or anything like that. Um, I've, I've had several times, I know a couple of them by name, uh, a Mr. Joe Funk likes to frequent the uh, Dolzera shooting area, what I call the pink gate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know him by name. He's a great guy. And he'll even shoot with you a couple times. Heck yeah. He's a nice guy. I <laughs> don't get much time to practice otherwise. So. Yeah, really. I, when else <laughs> do they practice unless they go to the range? 
Yeah, yeah, they, they get that ammo for free, you know, some of the time. So, <laughs> Ooh, nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Gotcha. So no, nice, nice people. Anything else exciting happening down there? Dang. You know, other than the regular, the regular stuff, you've got a lot of people coming in from the gun show. Um, okay. It's telling us that apparently it was a little bit smaller this year is what I hear. I hear it was only occupying one building instead of two. Uh, here it keeps getting smaller and smaller, and that's kind of unfortunate because we could really, we could really use that kind of thing in San Diego. Well, we're just going to have to do it at Gun Range San Diego, that's all. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. We can just move the gun show right over here, and we'll just say it's open every day, 10 to 10. There you go. We'll just block See? off Balboa and Convoy. <laughs> so, there you go. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, any new... Uh, yeah, no parking. Yeah, no parking. Hey, any new, no product, parking, yeah, no <laughs> any new product coming into the store? I know you get tons of guns and ammo, but any other new stuff like, you so, know... Sorry. Bags. Bags or special, you know... Well. Pretty soon, pretty soon, we are going to be having something we're going to call a sniper sale near the end of next month, near the end of August, uh, to kind of coincide with, uh, with uh, uh, the Battle of uh, Stalingrad, you know, around World War II. We are uh, going to have a sniper sale. A lot of nice precision bolt-action rifles are going to come in, mm-hmm. things like Remington PCRs, uh, new Ruger precision rifles in both 308 and 6.5. 65 come uh, becoming uh, quite the popular long-range round recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that Remington PCR, the Ruger Precision, nicer Remingtons, you know, 700s, things like that. All right. That All right. sounds pretty awesome. Right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be somebody's got me interested. <laughs> yeah. 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 People are really getting interested in 6.5 Creed more because the ballistics are just, you know, they're just amazing. They're fantastic. Uh, it's starting to replace 338 Lapua as the, uh, the long-range round of choice. Hmm. Well, not quite in my book, but... Uh... But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I still prefer 338. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> I, still I used to I used to shoot a 65 284, and uh, so yeah. and, and the Creedmoor kind of brought that mm-hmm. to a, a, a much better implementation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I shot the Creedmoor. I almost shot Creedmoor one time, and yeah, it was impressive. I still shoot a lot better the 338. Absolutely. Hey. Of course, of course, the 338 costs about four bucks a round, so you know. <laughs> I'd shoot five. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a really solid. Uh, yeah, but the the three thirty eight will fly to twenty five hundred yards if you're nice to it. Right. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Good brother. All right. All right, buddy. Well, mm-hmm. hey, thanks a lot. Get back to work. I hear five thousand people beating on the counter wanting you to sell them something. I better. I better beat them back. You go get them, Tiger. Thanks, Jason. Good, right. Good to Thank talk you to you, Jason. GunRangeSanDiego.com. GunRangeSanDiego.com. Be there or be square. Right here on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back, Gun Sports Radio. Hey, you're, you hear us talk about the importance of having a great company like Firearms Legal Protection, right? Well, do you or any of your family members uh, keep a firearm or other weapons for personal protection? Well, what would you do if you were involved in an incident? What is your plan of attack? Who's going to pay the bail? Who's going to take care of all the other expensive uh, lo- lawyer costs? Well, if you talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month, you don't have to worry about it. You'll have peace of mind 24-7. Legal representation is just waiting for you and your family. Firearms Legal Protection is www.firearms.com. 
Legal.com, or you can call at 469-310-9100. Plus, you can get that on the Gun Sports Radio website. www.firearmslegal.com. Make sure you check these guys out. All right. Hey, we got Gina in the house. She was nice enough to come in and hang out with us. How are you today, dear? Fantastic. How are you? Yeah, you know, just four hours of radio, piece of cake, walking, go. just Life's walking good. along. Yeah. Life is grand. Are you kidding? So, uh, what have you been up to? Well, it's been kind of an interesting uh, month. Um, I uh, got to spend a good deal of time in uh, in um, D.C., Washington, D.C. in the last month. I um, had a opportunity to do some advocating uh, for Second Amendment uh, issues with a very phenomenal group called the D.C. Project, which is a group of 50 women from 50 states. Mm-hmm. And we broke up into 12 teams and saw about 152 uh, congressional representatives in three days. And 152. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to wear your heels out. Yeah, you're oh, okay today. You're not. Oh, that was fortunately three weeks ago. Um, but uh, just phenomenal. One of the most accomplished groups of women I've ever been able to deal with. They um, competitive shooters, people that have their own radio shows, and um, I mean some of the. We had a bunch of kids at this time, the 14, 15, 16-year-old young ladies that, you know, one lady that started the anti-Parkland student uh, pro-Second uh, Amendment rally in, oh, neat. in uh, Florida. Just an amazing group of people. Um, got to see Mitch McConnell's staff. And so when you're talking to these these uh, folks, what are you talking to them about? Well, we, we kind of, we're, we're different. We go in, uh, we actually got a good response out of even Chuck Schammer's office. Because um, we go in and we don't offer, we don't start yelling at them. We start talking about, here, we're, here's a resource we want to help you understand this. We want to tell you our stories so that maybe you can understand why our Second Amendment is so important to us. And uh, so, you know, Good. about 99 times out of 100, we came out with a very positive experience. Excellent. We had a couple of people that actually picked on a couple of the young ladies that were uh, practicing a lot to become professional shooters. And um, that was sad. And uh, we've hmm. uh, addressed that in some other ways. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was fantastic. So that was my first week. Boy, and uh, my second week got even better. <laughs> All right. So um, I had the opportunity to participate in the Heller tenth anniversary, the tenth anniversary of the DC versus Heller rally and dinner and celebration. Um, got to spend a great deal of time with uh, Mr. Heller himself. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to call him Dick. <laughs> right. Uh, just a wonderful man. Uh, it's just a true indication of the extraordinary things an ordinary citizen can do in this country. And then tell everybody, you know, what, what he did. So when did this happen and what happened? Well, 10 years ago um, was a culmination, uh, was the release of uh, one of the uh, most important Supreme Court uh, opinions that had ever come out. Uh, John Dillon mentioned it earlier. Um, uh, Justice Scalia wrote, possibly the most profound interpretation of the Second Amendment that's ever come out of the Supreme Court. Uh, the most important part of was, that was it recognized that it was not a collective right. Like the First and the Fourth Amendment, the right of the people meant the right of the people as opposed to the right of a group of people. some reason, they've always said, oh, militia means something different. And it, it made it very clear that that's not the case. So that started out with Dick Heller, about eight years before that, going, ah, I want to register my 
high standard buntline 22 magnum pistol which he was you know he had to keep it locked up you know uh, disabled and everything else well he wanted to shoot it and uh, so he went to court to get the right to you know get a permit for that gun and uh, eventually through this heller second and third lawsuits they've actually done a lot of very good work at getting us um, concealed weapons permits approved uh, in fact uh, just a couple of weeks ago mr heller got his ccw finally wow in dc so um just an extraordinary group of people working with him um and that was back in 2008 when the case came down? Was that one? Correct. Okay. Well, that was, uh, well, no, actually, he just got it. <laughs> yeah, and he got it, just got a CCW. But, but the, the but case the was 2008. Case. So okay, yeah. The really fun part is I got to have a private dinner with him and a bunch of his supporters at his house, and that was kind of fun. I met, met a, some truly extraordinary people there, uh, one in particular. And um, besides Dick and his wife, uh, Dick is married to this wonderful lady who is his number one supporter, and um, so, uh, and then the next day we got to speak on the, um, I was asked to speak on the steps of the um, Supreme Court. Um, if you don't know what humbling is, uh, that's pretty much right in your face humble. I'm wow. standing on those Supreme Court steps and making my opinion known. So it's really indicative of just how amazing this country is, that we can have that level of, of conversation, uh, you know, wow. in a place you know, that reverence. And, uh, you know, the fact that the Supreme Court basically is the profound representation of our Constitution and the Bill of Rights and its interpretation. So that was amazing. Then that evening we had um, a big celebration dinner. Uh, got to talk with Tom Massey a lot and uh, Congressman Duncan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Duncan. That's correct. Too many people with the name, names that are very similar there. And um, it was uh, incredible. It was definitely a bucket list trip. That's, you know, terrific. And I appreciate you coming on the show to talk about it. And what we talk about on the show, too, is, you know, we're fighting, it seems like, an uphill battle. But at the end of the day, the Second Amendment is, it, it's, you know, it's the Second Amendment. It's something that can't be taken away. And they're trying like the devil to do it. And we find these shining lights that are out there. You, you know, I consider you one of them. Thank you. Along with, and you're hanging out with a whole bunch of in, in D.C. So people, you know, get discouraged to sometimes they listen to the show and they get discouraged about, you know, what's happening out there. But the reality is, you know, we're pushing back. There is a lot of really, really good work and a lot of really good people working on this stuff. Um, not just the big organizations, not just, you know, the NRA right. is doing exactly. great work, the firearm policy Campaign's doing some great work. Uh, Gun Owners of America actually got to meet uh, the uh, the Pratts, both uh, Eric and uh, and his dad. Um, they were at the dinner. Uh, it was just amazing the some of the incredible people that spoke on the, on the and they're just normal. One guy, remember the guy that spoke in the city council meeting, big big black guy. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that was on Facebook. Uh, Mark Robinson. Yeah, and he was he, he, actually, he doesn't actually own a gun. Oh, really? And he is now a phenomenal uh, Second Amendment supporter. And, really well-spoken. And, and Yeah, and he's, he's just a great guy. And for him to get up there, it was a, just a real challenge. He and his family were just amazing. How did you get invited to this? Um, there's a young man, uh, Tyler Izagari, who is, uh, runs the Second Amendment Institute, which is kind of an organization that is, exists to kind of help Dick Heller get his message out. Okay. And, um, so... Tyler and I met at, uh, well, we met a couple times, but at CPAC, I saw Dick and, and him, and um, 
you know, he's, he asked me to he asked me to come and speak and come to the dinner. And he's uh, originally Ted Cruz was going to be at the dinner, and he said, "You really need to sit at the table with Ted Cruz." <laughs> I would have liked to do that. Unfortunately, Ted didn't show up, but we have a, a date with him later. So, okay, <laughs> life's good. Yeah, it's life terrific. is definitely good. That's great. <laughs> so you can see there's a lot going on on the on the national front. Uh, you know, with these various organizations, and then as well as now, look what's happening with this new Supreme Court nominee. You know, so things are coming together. And you got Mike Schwartz, the boots on the ground out there beating it, you know, at the Del Mar gun show. And and so uh, don't give up, folks, man. Oh, Just no, don't give up. Come come fight with us, you know. Come fight with us. And it's, I'm so proud to have been a founding member of San Diego County Gun Owners and supporting Mike and everything he's doing. He Does is just an awesome That's a phenomenal guy. job. <laughs> yeah. And he's just a superhuman being. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gina was there from from day one, and and then again, are are you going to be? You're not going to be in town on Wednesday though for the summer deal. You're going to be back oh, east I'm probably. Back to work. Yeah, you got that GRP thing that gets in the way, but yeah, that you know, W for, word. I'm for sorry, those I shouldn't you, use that on the radio. Yeah, right? no, the you should. <laughs> yeah, about but, to push that 10 second delay button. Yeah. That word work. Are you going to be there Wednesday, Dave? Yeah, it's yeah. up in uh, Carlsbad. 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 Yeah, I'll get a helicopter. I'll be there I in know. no time you at all. Go across the. County. What time are you going to leave work too? Uh, it's, it won't be that bad. I'll probably leave around four thirty, five o'clock. Oh, you think? Yeah, just going north. You think? It shouldn't be that bad. You think? You? Th- I'll get there I before eight. Yeah, you'll get there I, before eight. There I'll you get go. there before eight. Is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will. everybody should go to that thing. What I should do, Mister Pelkey, is yep. swing by your office early, pick you up. And we can HOV it up there. Come with us. Eileen's going, too. Oh, is she going, too? Absolutely. Eileen's going. we got a bunch of people going. Oh, okay. So, t- well, Gina, tell your friends. It's a big deal. All I've right. been telling everybody. So. Absolutely. Well, let's see if we can't make that make that happen. All right. Hey, folks. Hey, July 1st deadline has passed for those AR-15 owners. I know. I can hear you crying. So, just because you didn't get yours upgraded doesn't mean you're free. You've got to get that thing California compliant. Because if you don't and you get caught with that gun, you're going to be in trouble. Can you say felony? And if you don't know what felony gets you, it's three meals a day and you get your own room. You may have to share it. And you got to give your guns up. And you got to give your guns up and everything else you love in life. And cross armory people are going to be there too, Dave. At the uh, thing on Wednesday. Yeah. So, at the Spy Optic deal. And that's a good time. Go up to the Spy Optics event. And check it out. Just go to gun uh, gun uh, San Diego County Gun Owners dot com. Get more information on that. But hey, if you want to get your AR fifteen or your AR ten straightened out, Cross Armory can do it. They sell all the easy to use compliant parts, simple to install. Just go to CrossArmory.com, CrossArmory.com. We also want to thank San Diego County Gun Owners. They've been with us since day one. Gun Range San Diego. Same thing. Been with us since day one. CAFirearmslaw.com. Been with us since day one. Firearms Legal just started. Trident. Been with us since day one. Cross Armory. Working with us hard. So support all of our advertisers. Tell me you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. We truly, truly appreciate it. And there's a lot more coming on down the road. And if you want to stay on top of what's going on in uh, the gun community, this is it. There's nobody else, folks. There's nobody else. We'll give you straight, honest uh, information. We bring in qualified guests that gives you the straight scoop. And we're here to help you, and we want to thank everybody. So go check out our sponsors. Tell them you like the radio show. 
Other than that, folks, keep the rubber side down, the shiny side up. Lock and load. We're out of here. Great advice. Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.